0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats. And here I am. I am the Brazilian Dragon. I desperately want to go to Japan. It is me, Felipe. Hello, everyone. Hello, Felipe. Um, I am not alone. Uh, I am joined by the number one Billie Eilish stan to the extent that he would abandon Nikiva to rescue Billie Eilish because, quote, Mara doesn't need Akiva. His family don't need Akiva. Billie Eilish's family needs Billie Eilish. Here's Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, it sounded like you were alone on the podcast earlier talking to yourself, but I'm glad that you brought me in so that we can, you know, communicate together. It should be know. a lot more natural. I think the audience wants to know how I'm doing first because
0: I, I ask everyone else. I should ask myself too, right?
1: Self-love. Yeah, but like, I mean, you could, you could spread the wealth. You know, I could ask you how you're doing. We okay. could have our guests ask you how you're doing. I don't know. Nice. Like, you don't have to talk to yourself.
0: Yes, um, she is, you mentioned our guest, she is an absolute icon, a member of the Legion of Doom. She was so obsessed with the dragon in this movie that she's like, I need to talk to the Brazilian dragon about it. Nicole Horn, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else.
2: Hi, Felipe. How are you doing today? I'm
0: groovy. Uh, I just want to say a Scooby-Doo word, but I- I'm doing well. How about you,
1: Nicole?
2: I'm good. You did have to bribe me with 10 boxes of Scooby Snacks for me to come onto this podcast, but you know what? I'm satiated and I'm ready to talk some shit.
1: I only got
0: one. I didn't know I could negotiate. Because, please, you did not go to business school
1: with Angelina. True. May I
2: please have your jacket, Jacob?
1: (laughs) Yes, of course. Nicole, you can have my jacket. You can also have the box of Scooby Snacks. Okay. I'm not good at this negotiating thing. What about, can Nicole have your Crocs? no he
2: he can keep his crocs i don't want like
0: did he wear the crocs to dinner that night or no
2: why would he wear crocs to he wore the he
0: he wore crocs to the yankees game
2: because that makes sense why would he wear crocs to dinner
1: i i agree i i only break the crocs out when appropriate but i have to say i keep getting complimented on these crocs and i'm so glad i bought them yeah of course i wear them to work um i'm so glad i bought them i had someone stop me in the street last night i was uh like walking home and they were like, oh, my God, your Crocs look great. And I was like, thank you so much. Now, let me go home and uh, not talk to anyone. But yeah. you know what? Was every time I got you complimented? You? No, uh, that was a few days ago. Anyway, that every time someone compliments me on my Crocs, I'm elated that I actually went through the purchase. They look fantastic. Nicole, I can send you a picture later.
2: I would love to see. I feel like that's such like, an interesting step in your journey. I wouldn't have pegged you as a Crocs guy. But you know what? who who what's well, why, he was why, what inspired I label
0: he was inspired by Akiva
2: I would never put Jacob into a box he is um what's that word uh can uh, labels are for soup I would never label Jacob
1: perfect thank you uh you know I can I can do whatever I want what's that song uh I can be brown I can be blue I should just go and sing it it's too high uh for my register but I can try oh the TikTok trend uh yeah, yeah any yeah.
2: color yeah
1: yeah um
0: Nicole, can you label me? Can you put me in a box or am I also unique?
2: Oh, um, nah, no, you're crazy. You're no, <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, you're soup. You're label free. Wow. If Felipe was a soup, what soup would he be?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I feel like he'd be a good soup to go back to time and time again. Like he's this, he's like a stable soup that you can rely on. Like a chicken noodle? Mm, you're not that no. basic you're no, not that basic
2: maybe like tomato tomato basil rice. tomato
1: basil okay yeah yeah
2: see we're getting somewhere that just will give me a lot of acid reflux though so you know what <laughs> um maybe it's correct wow <laughs> Now i feel bad All i right, am doing I the rest of this really... podcast in
0: protest
2: Alone, he's doing it. First, you know, I got bullied don't... on the
0: Fitness of Fur podcast this week. Now, I'm getting bullied here.
2: Wait, why are no, you just... so combative these days? I'm causing beef, I'm causing fights. Maybe I'm going back. It's to because
1: Yik Yak is back in this cycle. Yeah, no. Nicole, does that make you like a beef stroganoff soup if you're causing beef <laughs> everywhere you go? I
0: thought you were gonna Literally. say, I thought you said abuse, uh,
1: abuse str- like a, a beef, beef. Abuse stroganoff. I don't know. A beef?
2: Um, Shia strong Stroganoff. No, but yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't know what the personality is, but I'd like to be a butternut squash soup. No, nah, you, you think don't. I can pull it off? You're a little too basic white boy for that.
2: Well, he a Christian boy, Autumn. You eat butternut squash in the fall. I feel like that works. No, he's not Christian. He's a Baptist. Hey, I, I could Sorry, see uh, What's the Jacob. I, you know what, Felipe, you can explain that. <laughs> um,
0: but he is working on converting to Judaism, and he wants to have a Pod Mitzvah.
1: This is this is all made up by you. I like this. The legend. You said gaslight. if Akiva asked, you would convert. Correct. And now you're saying I'm trying to actively.
2: You're gaslighting him.
0: Correct. I mean, listen. There was a lot of gaslighting in this movie by the the master lady. Literally. <laughs> of Literally. of uh. Oh oh oh. oh the... Miyumi Miyumi was gaslit.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Of her. Okay. I was like I missed that part, but I thought you meant of the Scooby Doo game.
0: I mean they might be guessed that by the weed being told things that they don't really see. But Nicole, what do you think? I'll say first. What is your Scooby-Doo backstory? What is your history with the franchise? Why this movie? And do you think the Scooby-Doo people are always on weed? Uh, so that's seven
1: questions. If you that don't four, answer them four. in order, if you don't answer them in order, you're kicked off. Cause we can't ask you one question at a time, seven or, or bust.
2: Uh, I literally don't even remember what the first one was. Um, What's your Scooby-Doo either. backstory? Okay. My backstory is none. I was not a Cartoon Network kid growing up my parents raised me on like uh what are those shows like spongebob like i really wasn't on cartoon network because that was a little too i don't know if it was inappropriate because there's a little bit of violence on like ed ed and eddie but i really wasn't drawn to those cartoon network shows even though they have like banger theme songs as we we've discussed Did i don't really know cartoon of-
0: network had the like Five out of the entire Teen record.
2: titans okay yeah okay
0: that one that one and code Lyoko, obviously scooby-doo was there but like there were like five compared to the other regions
2: because well i really wasn't watching cartoon network so i mean
0: there's also
1: just less volume
0: of cartoon That's network exactly shows. so like if and a you're lot of them blend of, together like, like i feel like fosters and ed and nettie are kind of similar like with like the jokes like the, the kind of jokes that they do even though they're like very uh, different countries. couldn't you say that about like spongebob and fairly odd parents
2: yeah yeah they're similar but very 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 different it's like the vibe is the same
1: style like it's a vibe it's a vibe check
2: vibe check past
1: past indeed
2: Uh, question number two um
0: uh so you didn't watch tennis to be Do*. why did you pick this movie
2: um, so this one was like the least spooky out of the titles that I was offered. A lot of them are like Ghost Island or we're about to get robbed by a ghost. And when I saw Samurai Story, I was like, okay, this is something, it's not going to be that scary. I can hold on to my britches. And you know what? This really wasn't that scary. So you know what? I the Maybe you can judge a book by its cover or by a title, I guess.
1: Love Felipe, that. I'm so excited when we get to Scooby-Doo, I just got robbed by a ghost. That one sounds fantastic. <laughs> That's the one we're going to write. Yeah, I I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be great. Uh it's maybe so we scary. can bring back some of our like old favorite characters who uh, are filing police reports. Like it's a great plot. I can't wait. Jacob Jacob is just excited to get the
0: the goblins that are uh Rosencrantz and Rosensal
1: not even close. Rosencrantz and, and Stern. Yeah, those two. Close enough. Um, um, yeah. D. I I love those people. Uh Nicole, last week we watched uh, something that had these like two bumbling idiots uh, walking around. And I just, I love the the trope of having two just like really dumb people who are set off on a mission because they're never getting it done. That's like me and Jacob in New York.
2: I didn't want to say that, but you said it yourself.
0: I knew Nicole was going to say it. So I had to jump in there.
2: Okay, see. Jump in front of
0: that bus. If Uh, you can't
2: laugh at yourself, then you're going to have a really sad life. So I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Um, so and then Nicole, last question. Are the scooby-doo people on weed? Are these the like, are hell? they tipping?
2: No. In they're in Japan, first of all. Do you know how like stringent the weed laws are in Japan? Like you literally would not be able to find a dime bag for your life. And even if you did, it's probably like just some ground up oregano. <laughs> so they were going through withdrawal on this trip. And I don't like maybe sometimes they're high, but I feel like that's just you.
0: You don't think the Scooby snacks are edibles? No that's when they get the
1: munchies
2: (sighs) that's so silly that well you know they wouldn't be selling that out of a vending machine in japan that just that doesn't make sense sorry that we're talking about a fantasy movie with such logic but i do not see the universe that they smuggled weed into the country of japan
0: okay but i also don't see the universe where any of the stuff that happened in this movie is real
2: but like they didn't get to the fantasy part until like halfway through the movie okay so like yeah in the beginning i was expecting less less mystical mysticism
0: can we talk about how bougie these people that we met in this movie are? Like the, the private jet, the island, like dojo.
2: Japan is very advanced. And yeah. you know what technology, is that their downfall? I don't know, good thing they discuss it in every effing scene of this movie. Like yeah. this was like more like of a critique on like postmodern society than it was a Scooby-Doo movie, I feel like.
1: Oh, so you think it was more philosophy than anything else?
2: Exactly. I feel like if you really search in there deep, this is a movie about how abundance is killing us, but at the end of the day, capitalism will always win. So take with what you will. I'm gonna this is the up. most <laughs> insight we
0: got we got from any Scooby-Doo movie. like this is like the smartest thing anyone has ever said in this podcast. but
2: at the same time, by far. The app, but that's way more interesting than what they actually did in this movie, though. If you think about it,
1: <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I would love to break down the like capitalist critique that is in this movie instead of going through like this simp that ends up being the black samurai.
0: Hmm.
1: Yes, let's do that. Um, anyways, Jacob, do you want to take us
0: through the movie plot this week? Let's. I'll give you the reins as the co-host. You're, what? You're telling me that right now? I mean, I need to be looser on the podcast, according to you, so.
2: I mean, I I think do we want to start with the cold open because I feel like this movie was so confusing. So we start out at the Tokyo Cultural Heritage Museum, correct? And we're there and we see this janitor and he's just, you know, mopping the floors. He's vibing like he's probably there after hours cleaning up and he notices something a little strange. He sees an open window. And of course, his boomer ass boss walks in and goes, why are you not cleaning the floors? Like, I pay you to clean the floors. So, um, yeah, you see, um, the beginning of this little, uh, this relationship between what's his name? Mr. Tawagawa. uh,
0: Takagawa, Yeah. And Kenji.
2: And Kenji. So, um, yeah, Kenji, I believe in Kenji supremacy. I really enjoyed him as a character. I enjoyed, um, I feel bad that, uh, he's kind of in the movie for a little bit and then he leaves until the end. But, um, yeah, what a, what a funny character. He's like, yeah, you don't. I
0: love the vibe. Like that pink hair.
1: Like, I feel like Jacob could rock that look. I would love to uh like i would do it i think that this guy he was vibing he was having a great time i do not like this manager like mr takagawa was on his shit. like this is after hours no one's there like all he has to do is clean the floors before the next morning and he's like getting on his case for taking a 30 second break i thought that was disrespectful but me and kenji we'd be good friends
2: it was straight up projecting on his end just because your museum isn't successful because young people aren't interested in cultural heritage that's not like that's not Kenji's fault. Just because he's one of them, I mean, he's working for you. Clearly, he has to have some sort of interest, whether or not that is just him getting his bag. But still, it was very, um, very triggering. This scene. Not as bad I thought bag, you said though.
1: you couldn't. I thought you said you couldn't get a bag in Japan. Damn,
2: it's <laughs> a <good laughs> joke,
0: and you.
1: I'm sorry. Here, sorry. cut out my joke. Say it again. No, no, in, no, no, I, no, 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 on the pot. Mm-hmm. everyone who listens to the podcast they won't know that you made that uh i made the joke just cut it out and say no yourself. rewind 10 seconds
0: not 10 seconds rewind a minute to hear me whisper that that joke um i'm not i'm not giving myself more work on this um so anyways
2: anyways so they um we gotta whisper. we got yeah Takagawa is like my museum is failing but take a look at this this is gonna save my museum so they go into the room with the black samurai in a case. Like, I didn't know if they knew. So you see the armor, but he was speaking about the samurai as if like his dead mummified body was in there. It was very confusing. But he's like- I mean, the old man wasn't the there. I mean, more... I, is that foreshadowing? I wouldn't give the producers of this movie that much credit, but- No, maybe, I wait, wait. I
1: don't think the old man wasn't there until the old man, until they got the fate of doom sword or whatever.
2: That's
0: fair,
1: maybe. Maybe it was a mummified version of the man. No, like I, I think that the like uh. I think his bodyguard, essence was there, Sojo. but he, yeah, true. No, I think Sojo's in there. But like, okay, here's what I don't understand from Mr. Takugawa. All right, you're gonna have a new like exhibit, whatever. You think it's gonna like bring everyone to there, but you know that there's a curse. Like you know this curse exists. I think that they miss like a character um of like a young like entrepreneurial person who's like oh i'm gonna turn this place around and he's the one who brings in the ghost because mr takagawa had no motivation like why is he bringing in something he knows to be haunted
2: <sighs> yeah imagine loving your job so much that you put a curse on you and all of your employees just for the success of the job that is the capitalist critique
1: exactly yeah like and he's micromanaging Kenji like this is just the downfall of capitalism
2: very triggering if you've ever had a boss that like always walks in and is like why are you sitting down like it was giving me very much like um am working in an ice cream shop having no customers trying to be on my phone vibes
0: yeah um can we talk about the fact that like if it was late at night and my boss was like come check out this cool exhibit at the dark I was like mm, no nah, I'm gonna do my job I don't care about the like uh, that's where we find
1: security guards licking things see i yeah i worked the night shift at a museum and i absolutely loved seeing all the exhibits at night like that's the best part of the job did you, you did you were you like i want this tonight at the museum um no i mean i wanted to you know get uh, my work study money and then do my like uh do my homework but it wasn't too bad because I would like I would walk in and then I'd have to like walk around the museum and I got like a private tour I got to touch everything I wanted it was exactly uh, Nicole I mean. are you aware that Jacob would lick the artifacts at the museum
2: this is news to me but um why not I've always wanted to touch the art at the museum it's kind of like a bucket list item of mine but I have too much respect for the people that work at the museum to put them in that position now, he didn't Ooh, just
1: touch them
0: yeah he but licked, he- licked
1: them the, the people tongue. that work at the the people that work at the museum are people like me, and I lick something that is over four thousand years old. So, I might actually be the person that's, alive, you, that's how you got like bronchitis. the this thing. <laughs> what you think I got bronchitis from a four thousand year old thing? No, that would give me some disease no one's ever heard of. You Jacob's patient zero for 20. polio. 20. Yeah. I was gonna
2: say COVID twenty. <laughs> uh, twenty
1: one. This also happened like in twenty. 20- 17 so maybe jacob's patient zero for covid i'm thinking that artifact that'd be kind of ironic
2: it lay dormant in his system for several years got it
1: yeah um
0: But yeah so then we the, said so the samurai spooks them they run off and then we get the opening credits and jacob as always i gotta ask what you think of the opening title sequence and the font
1: I I did not like this opening title sequence. It was confusing. We were watching a samurai fight a dragon with a sword. I don't understand why that was happening. I don't get why the dragon wasn't just using fire. Uh, That part made no sense. And then the sequence was like broken up by this like dumb fight. The title cards were bad. I was not coming in excited. The font was fine. I just, I was not coming in excited for the movie. Yeah, usually they get like a little like, it's
0: more epic. It was just like, calligraphy on a on a black screen basically like white like calligraphy yeah. so yeah um Lord, i could
1: do that myself
2: mm-hmm. graphic design is jacob's passion everyone
0: <laughs> that's a secret that's a stick to the status quo secret
1: yep he likes to drag
0: finance. and click and crop and, and export
2: <laughs> oh no Hell, yeah. no
0: <laughs> stick to the stuff you know jacob
1: all right i can stick to finance
0: um yeah. And then we get we get the mystery gang pull up to Tokyo. They are looking for this uh I I didn't write down the name. Uh the the exhibit of the dog.
2: The Hitachi, the Hitachi yeah statue? Oh my gosh, I'm going to get canceled for that. I thought it was um, a
0: cat. I'm not gonna lie.
2: But anyways, <laughs> like uh, I know I've seen this like in the movies before, like any show that like references Japan, you can usually see like this statue in the middle of town. It's like a gathering place so they they meet up at the gather like they meet up at the dog statue but they're there for Daphne's martial arts tournament is it is it like a thing that's in the canon that Daphne does martial arts or is this like a new storyline
0: well Hachiko
2: Hachiko thank you
0: yeah um but uh I thought it was a cat. I'm sorry uh Daphne is known to be a badass she has like some weird like fighting scenes throughout the movies but we never like we were told explicitly that she's a martial artist. Like, we didn't know that she and Brittany went to the same karate gym. Brittany yes. from I, told I,
1: you I, don't, I don't believe it's ever like official, like, oh, yeah, she's actually, um, you know, like a martial artist proper, but it is clear that, you know, she yeah. knows how to fight. Um, and the thing I was most offended by is when they got off the train, there wasn't that like music that they play. Because in Japan, whenever they're like the trains pulled in the station, they have like a little song going in the background. Have you, you ever been to Japan?
2: Time. No, I have not.
1: I have, but only for like eight hours. What were you doing there? Oh, when you went to China? Yeah, I was going from one airport to another and then I got lunch.
0: What did you think of Tokyo? Tell us all about it.
1: Of the eight hours? of. Which yeah, I want to hear the story. What did you do? i I literally i had all of my bags on the train i went from one airport to another halfway through i was like oh let me go get lunch at this uh, random like ramen shop that has a vegan ramen it was delicious i got back on the train and went to the airport did you look at the sites at all like in those no i was there i was like literally in the country for eight hours Uh,
2: but at at the same time
1: in in the in the center of tokyo no okay Uh, I was close. I was, like, pretty close to where that was because that's where the, like, two different trains I needed to get on met. So I got lunch near there. But, okay, this is not the important part. Nicole, what were you going to say?
2: The thing that this is really confusing about the movie, though, is that Japan is such, like, a beautiful city. And, like, or, I mean, Tokyo (laughs) is such a beautiful city. I really am not getting canceled for not knowing geography right now. I would never let that happen to me. But I feel like they abandoned the Japan thing, like, really early on into the plot like I was very much more interested in seeing like what they were doing yeah. in Japan. And then they went on this like ghost Island, like tangent. Like I was really enjoying just seeing them walk around Tokyo when they were in that plane driving around the city. Like it was so visually stunning. Like the animations truly yeah. was one of the best part of, of this movie. This is definitely it probably so gorgeous. the yeah. best
0: animated movie, like in terms of the animation stuff. Um, but I will but say, where
2: was the substance?
0: So, it was a movie where they went to Australia, the the one with the vampires, um, and they ended up going to the Outback, but they spent, like, the first 15 minutes doing, like, different Australian, like, touristy stuff. Would you have wanted that for Japan, too? Even though, like, that was probably, like, the slowest part of that movie for us. Even I, I, I enjoyed it, but Kate was not in, impressed with that part.
2: I mean, I just wish they didn't, like, go on that ghost hunt to, like, the sub... I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it. I just feel like... Yeah. The movie is a samurai sword. I wanted more... Um, like, if that's going to be the theme, can we stick to it?
0: For sure, yeah. Um, so they end up catching the... Well, they they meet... Um, what's her name? Miyumi at the Hachiko statue. And then they end up uh, going on private jet to this beautiful dojo on on a cliff in the water. I was like, that looks so cool.
1: Would you Would you want to live on a cliff over the water? No. No? Not one bit. Like, what happens if you, like get bored or you need some space to yourself or like my first you, thought was uh what if you want to go into town and drink with your friends do you have to call like a boat uber no i mean you fa- you fly the fancy plane so at least you can get around but yeah uh yeah no you do not want to live there uh going to the grocery store would be an absolute pain uh I'd put me in a city yeah nicole
2: yeah no thanks like
1: there are probably no yeah, rats boring. to punt up there
2: I mean, true, but there's if there's not rats, there's lizards. So you know what? You win, you lose everywhere you go.
1: Isn't that the, that's the global rule? I didn't know that one. Where there are not rats, there are lizards. Is that like in the Bible or something? Well,
2: when you go to Maine, there's deer. When you go to okay. Florida, there's crocodiles. Like, pick your poison. At least rats are small.
1: I feel like I would rather fight a deer than fight a crocodile. That seems like a pretty easy poison to pick. So- well, the deer could stab you with the antlers. They could, like, charge you and then...
2: Yeah, deers, so you can't mess with deers. Like growing up in like a Pine Barrens region where there were a lot of deers, like driving at night, you'd actually have to go the speed limit because a deer could jump out at any time. So That, that I, is yeah. true. They
1: are scary to drive around. But if I'm trying to fight either a crocodile or a deer, it is uncontroversial oh. that I'd rather fight the deer.
2: Okay. And I, like, all you got to do for a rat is curb stomp. So I think we know who, what the correct answer is here.
1: All right. So everyone moved to New York City where Stop the biggest thing hole. you have to fight is a rat. See, in Chicago, there are geese everywhere. I feel like I've got to fight oh, a goose Boston every too. other day. Uh, that
2: sounds miserable.
1: Nicole, sorry. You, are you aware of the story of uh, our subway adventure or no? Oh, my God.
2: I mean, I heard you went the wrong way, but I... Um, no, 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 no.
1: That, that yeah. was me before I saw you all. This was someone at the Yankees game, and Felipe would like to tell the story about 20 times before he lets it die
0: i mean nicole's probably the only person who hasn't heard it there was this uh lady what, what was the outfit she was wearing again the cardinals uh, charlotte hornets the charlotte hornets like decked out she kind of looked like yolanda the girl who played yolanda from Selena, like the new one um i don't know what the real yolanda looked like i don't really have interest in learning um but uh she goes up to jacob she's like daddy daddy i'm your daughter
2: Okay, I didn't need to hear this story. What and the And then hell? she goes
1: to give Jacob a hug, and he's like, "Nope,
2: nah, that sounds like uh, See, that sounds like a super spreader event."
1: I agree, and the uh, the listeners of this podcast have had to hear it twice. They'll probably oh. have to hear it next week too.
0: No, please, this is the last time I tell us. But my favorite was when she tapped her, le- tapped her own leg on the train and was like, "Tag, you're it." Um, she also meth
2: is one hell of a drug. <laughs>
0: that's on period. Um, so then they end up going to the dojo. They meet uh, Sojo and uh, who else? What's her name? Miss Mirimoto. Of, and a uh, bunch of other
2: characters that will literally not matter in the next yeah. five minutes. Like the
1: Irish guy. I'm like, who cares about this man? Yeah, uh, they did so much setting up of like, oh, these are all the cool characters that you're going to have to beat. Like they all have different fighting styles. And it's like, no, these people won't be here in five minutes. That really was a waste of time. Yeah, we saw them at
0: the sushi restaurant, and then we never saw them again, which ugh, I want good sushi. Wait, they were at
1: the sushi restaurant? Yeah, they were.
2: Not the sushi restaurant. They were at the feast.
1: The feast. Oh, oh the, the feast. Yeah, yeah. Where they ate yeah, sushi. Not, okay, not the sushi restaurant. Okay.
2: Because that's a different, different.
1: Yeah. I See, I was like, dang.
2: I, I called really in, in my head notes. 2X.
1: Those were samurai,
0: samurai. Uh, that was the samurai sushi restaurant. And the other one was the feast sushi restaurant. <laughs> Oh my bad. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm not
1: distinguish between feast sushi and samurai sushi.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, Daphne yeets Sojo over her body and like could have bodied him uh, if she wanted to. But yeah. So and Mrs. Uh, Mirimoto, she was uh very impressed and is like, Daphne, you're gonna have to show off against uh Miyumi and she's like okay and then at that point like later we'll find out that they were just like filming Daphne to like program these droids yeah droid
2: and the thing about this fight that like I don't know I was getting weird vibes from Yumi the way that they were fighting she fights dirty she grabs the ribbon out of her hair and then her hair is in her eyes I thought that was just a Velma thing having hair uh, not being able to she see she looked a
0: little like Azula um, when she like had the hair over her eyes like I don't know I was like I was just in okay. a great Delisle Griffin
1: yeah space in that um moment. yeah I guess that makes sense I'm just disappointed that this movie stole the exact plot of Black Widow and they like trained someone in other people's fighting styles like the Taskmaster I was like come yeah. on they also stole Step elements up. of uh, some Star Wars movies and we'll get to that
0: later um, yeah. but
2: what I really don't like about this scene is that the whole thing about the the dojo is that their motto is to play dirty no matter what and that's how you win so i don't know when i heard that i was like i feel like w- they they're they they do not have good vibes if they're
0: y'all did y'all clock dirty, like these were the the bad
1: people like
2: almost instinctually yes
1: yeah i mean they do seem pretty bad like they seem very very sketchy although honestly nicole i don't i don't mind that motto the motto of like uh yeah do anything to win like okay yeah. I feel like Robin Hood is
0: kind of like that. Like he does anything to win and he gives a bet to the poor.
2: Well, so let's say I'm in a fight with Miyumi and I pull out a knife. Is that fair?
0: No. But Jake in, is. In,
2: in their code of conduct, that would be totally fine. So yeah, I don't that's know. Fair. That's fair. I'm not rocking good, with that.
1: Good job yeah. for bringing a knife. What foresight, Nicole?
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's just psychotic energy right there.
1: It truly is. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, then. They, so yeah, Jacob mentioned Taskmaster. This is very new. Taskmaster, like filming Daphne um, and then programming the ninja droids. Um, did y'all y'all like your culprit game? Are both going to be Soju and Miss Miramoto, or did you both get that?
2: The weird vibe I was getting was from the professor. I didn't yeah. know to what extent.
0: Yeah, because um, he was telling was them. On it. He was telling them about the black samurai and how he's back, and they were like. <laughs> Please, sir.
2: Yeah, Mr. Tawagawa. I don't even yeah. know. They're acting like this dojo is some sort of fortified field that's very exclusive. Yet they were able to just roll up to the island and say, "Hey, there's a black samurai on the loose." Like that could have been well, me. Now
1: I'm sure they got invited. You know, like it was like time for the big tournament of the year or whatever. Like I'm sure they they had the invitation. Like yeah maybe they want to go uh you know they're super against technology here they're trying to prove that the old ways are best maybe they don't want the email maybe they want to do it the hard way
2: okay great point yeah at the same time though as soon as she was brushing it off I was like what's your deal yeah like, why are you so nonchalant about the fact that like I don't know if everybody on this island knows about the curse of the black samurai why are you not stressed out little sketch
1: i I agree it was very sketchy like to not be sketched out by this whole like curse coming up and anyone who's like throwing the tournament in scooby-doo is like usually bad like if you're the one who's like getting a group of people together in order to do something you probably have some nefarious purpose for doing it
0: yeah exactly points were made all around i can't i can't agree more um Uh, so they go to the feast oh oh go ahead no go ahead jacob
1: sorry i forgot Uh, that
0: you're you're hosting you're leading the discussion
1: Today. Well, I was just, I was gonna try it out, but honestly, you're such a natural. Maybe you should do it. I was just gonna say uh, that, yeah, they have this banquet. Uh, they're all at the banquet. They're all eating a bunch. Uh, do we wanna talk about any of these, like, characters that we met, like the Irish guy or the dog? I like this tattoo. Really. I, like the, I like the, I don't know her name, but the other lady. She was with, like, the uh, side bangs. Yeah. Yeah. They, they spent a lot of time on that that the dog.
0: He uh, was a girl boss. Yeah,
1: that, that,
0: guy, was, that dude dog. was, like, creepy. I, I didn't like this. I was like, what the fuck?
1: I agree. And like, it was a long time where they were like, oh, look, he's like, like, he likes bones. It was like, great. All right, I'm bored.
2: Yeah, leave Uh, the puns to like the people who actually make puns.
1: Like Shaggy. Uh, So then later that night, they have a banquet in their honor. Uh, Obviously, Shaggy and Scooby were very excited to hear that there was going to be a banquet uh the guy who's like a dog is eating out of a literal dog bowl so no taste but then just there at the banquet the black samurai and a bunch of ninjas start attacking to try to steal the scroll of destiny or destiny scroll uh this was like the most expected thing in the world like i could have told you like five seconds in that someone was going to crash the dinner yeah but did you know it was going to be robot ninjas no i did not expect it's gonna be robot ninjas and also okay ninjas are just samurai with special training like you could just call them samurai yeah I, like people also, just people don't get that i neglected to
0: mention i believe this is the first movie i had never seen any part of oh so okay that was kind of fun it's why exciting. was this in your blind spot why hadn't you seen this? i movie think before? 2008 was kind of like the last like I, there were some that i watched like the live action ones that came out i had definitely seen and then but i feel like we kind of hit the end of an era with like 2008 like let me just look at the spreadsheet see yeah a few of these i don't think i've seen camp scare but that was in college that we watched it um maybe there's a few others that we are still haven't gotten to that i've seen but this was the first one that i had never experienced before so that was kind of nicole look look at you girl boss moment you you picked the one a brand new chapter of our life.
2: Wow. And honestly, I don't know why you would want to stay in this chapter if mm-hmm. all of the movies are like this. So you maybe yeah. you dodged a bullet.
1: I, I agree. Actually, like the, the next movies, like if they keep going on this path, like th- there's no way that we're coming out with bangers. Like if, if I don't even hey. have the nostalgia of watching them in the past, like there's no way I'm going to enjoy them now. I
0: mean, we enjoy the podcast. Last week's podcast was a bucket of fun.
1: A bucket? That's not really how I would measure fun. How would you measure fun? Mm, That's a good question. Maybe Three out of three margaritas. Oh. A saxophone? Sax. Like, no, no, no. Like a a potato sack of fun.
2: Oh. Oh, okay.
1: Nicole just gave me the most skeptical look ever. No, I have no idea how I measure fun. Nicole's like, what am I doing with these crackheads?
2: Hey, hey, I'm the leader of the pack. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We love that energy. Um,
0: so yeah, so then they end up finding, so they steal the scroll, but it was a fake. Uh, it was like a display only uh, scroll. And then they end up going and trying to decode the, the items. Uh, well, like
2: the, hey, or, we got to talk about what the scroll is all about.
0: Yes, I actually did like the fact that they use like traditional animation, like the, with the like uh, Japanese painting style. Yeah, Yeah, because this
1: movie did such a good job of not being inappropriate and and honoring culture
0: it was definitely inappropriate but i
1: did like that they at least like i don't know uh,
0: those paintings are very soothing for me like japanese style art
2: it looked it was very visually pleasing i do think though that this like whole legend situation like did bring some sort of like intrigue to the story i like that there was a backstory it's just like when you look back all of the pieces together like it's just it's so complicated they try to explain it very simply but then it's like there's a so long story short the black samurai back in the day wanted like a really good sword but the guy was like it's gonna take me a year So this evil guy is like, I'll make you the same sword, but in half the time, but that guy was evil. So that made the sword evil. And when the black samurai touched the sword, he became evil. And that's why it's so important that he's dead. But the guy that made the good sword gave it to a green dragon that went and defeated the black samurai, killing him. I don't know. Freezing him in
0: time sort of thing. Freezing him
2: in time in the sword of doom.
1: Yeah. But
2: long story short, it's, it's, it's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah.
1: Um, you just explained that so well. Thank God you're here. I was very lost. All of when that I, went over my head.
0: Literally, I meant to text Jacob because I watched this part at work. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Can you like take
1: notes from this, or when I rewatch it, I'll do it. Um,
2: but that's what happens.
1: Yeah. No. That, that was a that was a fantastic job uh, of explaining it. It was very confusing. There's two different swords of, like, doom and fate. There's dragons. There's, like, dead samurai. Like, it is, it is a little much. It was yeah. hard to follow. But. And we should explain this movie is also,
0: like, so in the early Scooby doo movies, they did a lot of this, and then after Zombie Island, they, like, went away from this and did, like, traditional mysteries. But starting with last week, they're really tapping back into, um, like, the mix of magic and mystery and, like, re- leaning into the fantasy of it all. Like, this is, like, there's, like, some fantasy elements in this that, like, they kind of left for a few different Scooby-Doo movies where they just try, made it science fiction instead of, like, fantasy fiction.
1: Um,
0: I, like I that think more,
1: that's, a, yeah, that's the right formula for Scooby-Doo because, yeah. like, the Scooby-Doo gags are sometimes funny. Like, the chase scenes are good. Like, they make jokes that are good sometimes. Uh, but, like, when they have, like, a fantastical element to it, they really can have a lot more fun with it. And that's where I really start enjoying the Scooby movies. This yeah. one kind of missed. I, I didn't really like, like it as much, it especially last week. I mean, that did not help whatsoever. Um, but like, I did feel like this one, you know, didn't hit the fantastical elements as well. But I do like that they at least tried with the fantastical elements rather than just yeah. giving like a, oh my gosh, you're the bad guy type movie.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I like the, they've mixed up the formula again. Like I was, I told Jacob, and I think I told, I don't remember which text I said, if I send it to both of you privately, but that like 40 minutes is kind of when they reveal the, the bad guys. So if you're mm. like, yeah, so I
1: was very shocked by that. The, the one question I had is like, so they have this scroll, the scroll says where the Sword of Doom is. Why not burn the scroll so that no one can find the Sword of Doom? Yeah. That, that's, that's smart
2: because then we wouldn't have a movie would we
1: well it's history okay, Nicole, Mr. Takagawa was okay. probably like no you
0: can't burn this it's history
2: well he didn't know that he didn't know that the scroll was in his museum wasn't he just as shocked or wait where do they reveal the scroll I thought they they're like, in that like some of basement
1: of the museum right no it, in the, it's, in the... it's in the it's in the like dojo area okay yeah. I, I did, so... like
0: so they they like reveal the the dragon has like an inscription and then Scooby and Shaggy are fucking around with origami and they're like, oh, uh, they made a little octopus and this was Oteb week. And I was like, oh my God, it, likes, it looks like a little Otev, even though Otev oh is a jellyfish. Um, which, Same by difference. the way, I just want to specify that fish are meat. Um, for those that are not, not in the know of that, fish are meat. Um, uh, they're and also that,
1: friends, not
0: food. True. Come on, Finding Nemo. Can't be science fiction if they're spitting out fats like that. <sighs> like, um. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so Scooby and Shaggy are fucking around with origami, and the guy's like, "Oh, can you make it origami of the scroll and make it into a dragon?" And they do it, and then there's like the the inscription reads differently. It's like, "Go to this place." I was like, "I
2: feel like the difference between them looking at the scroll without the origami folds and the difference between them and when they see it with the folds, it's really not that different. It only changes like one or two words, but, yeah. but like you know well, what?" I, I wouldn't I do th- know. Yeah, whatever.
0: I do think like unlike say English or like Portuguese, like the, in Asian languages, they're like very character specific. So if like there's a slight change, it might like mean a whole different thing from my understanding of like minimal, like I know how to count in Japanese. And one of my friends was like, no, you have to know. be very specific with like, I know how to count to 10. Um, and my friend was like, no, it's, v- if you say it slightly wrong, it might be like sound, something very different.
2: I don't know. I just thought the scene was stupid. It was just a, yeah. a reason for them to mention origami. I yeah, like it, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, you're,
1: Felipe, you're trying to ascribe to the motivations that do not exist. They oh. were like, "Oh, we have to work in origami because we're in Japan." Also, uh, cutting up like snowflakes out of paper is not origami, right? No, like, that's that's just like I thought origami was mostly the folding. Paper. There was no like there might be some. I
2: like, think it's true, isn't it? Just Japanese painting paper folding, like yeah, it, like I translates think- to that directly. To paper I don't folding? think there's
0: like scissors involved in origami. I'm sure there could be scissors. There could be, I guess, yeah, but I feel like it's more yeah. about the paper than, like, the, the, I was gonna say snip, snip, but, don't um, 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 anyways, uh, where, uh, so they end up going on this adventure to, like, the mountains, where this felt very, like, they found the natives, but they treated the natives like the Ewoks in Star Wars, where they were, like, <laughs>
2: Yeah, the fact that they were able to figure out where to go just from like this felt all Velma doing a Google search. No, like it was just they how did they figure that out so easily? Like all it took was a Google search. Like Velma I don't know is why that white girl figure it out.
0: Is that bougie white girl who's like, actually, this thing is that means this thing because the travel guy said it. Well, I was not the here for time, Velma It was things.
2: I yeah, I don't know why they had to give Velma a purpose. Like it was so clear that Fred velma and then daphne had no purpose in this
1: movie movie? was fred in this movie fred made one like such an offensive comment when he was saying like oh oh, you need a tan to that random woman oh the geisha yeah i was like that's so rude like okay don't talk about people's bodies um yeah okay but velma is able to find out this whole thing about like where this is gonna be like it's up the thousand steps blah 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 However, this is like a temple that's dedicated to the green dragon. Like, did you really need the destiny scroll to check here? Like, couldn't you have just looked and seen, like, oh yeah, this is the most likely place? Like, I don't know. I'm not even sure you need the destiny scroll to, to Listen, Google this one.
0: Sometimes they I like to listening. work they, they gotta work harder, not smarter. And that's the wrong way of thinking. But that's that's how they roll sometimes.
1: All right.
2: it's a bad way of thinking.
1: It truly well is. another bad way of thinking is how uh problematic this next scene was because the mm-hmm. whole time they're looking at these like uh people that are like south so these pacific, pacific islanders indigenous like groups of people right so yep yep and, and go ahead I, I was just gonna say like it was just like in poor taste uh i don't really have a ton to like talk about i don't really like care to recap all the yeah. offensive things but so it was offensive the biggest Takeaway plot
0: wise, and we can talk about how offensive it is, is they put them in like, so they put the women in like grass bikinis and keep them separated from the men who they put in a vat of liquid. And then Scooby and Shaggy are like, uh, like they're saying, oh, we're going to be sacrifices to their gods. I was like,
2: I feel oh. like this is the We're detail the Jacob driving. was trying to skip.
0: No, 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 but it, it's it's. <laughs> I need to talk about it for the plot purposes, even though it's like I feel super like that offensive. has
2: nothing to do with the plot, though. Because they like that's out. Shaggy
0: and Scooby. Because I want to talk about them being weirdos. They're like, oh, we'll put spices in it and make it a soup, and then we'll like leave and run away. I was like, this, this was. I, no, I did was, not like this
2: no it's very offensive on so many levels they were basically just trying to undermine the intelligence of the native people i don't know i yeah. didn't like it
0: i did not like yeah. this but at all like i was very uncomfortable but i feel like we can't like talk about it with by just skipping over like I, there's some people who are probably like what did they do i want to know why this was offensive in hindsight i should have just been like spend your three dollars and watch it on amazon <laughs> instead of letting us recap it if you really care um no because like literally I, yeah. I don't
2: know why this was important to the plot i was actually waiting for you to tell me
1: <laughs> because the, how do they get out if they're captured like they're captured oh the, i mean like... they get away it's an animated film they pull some hijinks there you go they they get captured yeah um so so then they go and they like find uh yeah they like find the sword area is this what yeah so next? they go
0: they go to the cavern area and then yep there's like hijinks there which i kind of enjoy like whenever like I realized during this movie, I really like uh, Temple sort of hijink adventure movies. Like, okay,
1: so like Indiana Jones is your, is your flick.
0: I, I enjoy that, but even like the, the 2019
1: Dora movie, I, I vibed with.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, two, time, two okay. pillars in American cinema, <laughs> the 2019 Dora movie and Indiana Jones. Oh,
2: Sorry, yeah, I don't I'll, know what you're
1: uh, saying. But Go ahead, Nicole.
2: I forgot, but it was gonna be a really good point too. So now I'm upset I'll Okay, figure
1: it out. But okay, and Poo,
0: this gave me vibes of Pooh's grand adventure when they're in the skull and there's like all these little like things, hijinks that they have to do. And Scooby and Shaggy go through the, the tunnels and then the eyeballs pop, lock them out, and then they fly into the other area. I don't know. It I remember
2: like, my point. What yes. the hell does this have to do with samurais? Oh, oh and this, felt,
0: this felt
1: so out-of-pocket, but...
2: Yeah, like, great. Why wasn't this uh, the, the Scooby-Doo does Kung Fu on in Skull Island? You're great
1: was. at coming up with these titles. I cannot wait to wa- get to <laughs> these movies that you're talking about. Scooby-Doo well, do does movie. Kung Fu in Skull Island. It all rhymes. I love it.
2: And he has nothing to do with the samurais. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This part had nothing to do with it, but it was fun. There were some like fun chase part of the scenes. Like once they get the sword, like the temple starts falling apart, so they're running around and they have to like jump through different holes and like pass the sword off. It, it was a nice chase scene.
0: Yeah.
2: Wait, when gonna... does um, Soju show up? Is that when they pull like the... right now? Pull
0: yeah. The so they like from the... they pull the sword, and that's when all this hijinks happens. And then Soju crash or the Black Samurai crashes. The helmet pops up, and they're like, "Oh, it's Soju." And then they bring him back for interrogation and they're like, Miss Miramoto, your man is a goon. And they're like, nah, we're all goons. Um, and she reveals her evil plot. I
2: yeah. mean, I guess that's a way of saying we wouldn't have got, we would have got away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. But yep.
1: Yeah, uh, I thought it was a great way to describe it. I thought it was it was novel is funny. I, I That was great.
2: Nah, probably better than what she said. Well, she said, she says what everyone says in every movie. To my knowledge, I wouldn't know.
0: Okay. No, you're right. Do you, does anyone want to take on her evil explanation, like what their
1: plan is? Because I was lost. Sure. The plan is that we're going to use the Black Samurai to take over the rest of the world and get rid of the like, new way of thinking, which is terrible. So we're going to use the Black Samurai. Uh, black Samurai will be subservient and then like, will be used as a tool to take over the world.
2: But at the same time, she's going to use the robot ninjas to help, as if she's so against technology. Like, girl, stick well, with one point of view.
1: I think that what it was is like we're going to use the technology to enforce the old ways, so that like everything flows through. Like, th- there were some synergies there. Like, I, I saw it. I saw it a bit, but it didn't make a ton of sense, honestly. Uh, bad plan. What percent chance do you think this plan would have worked? Like, oh, is there any world as- in which this works? I've seen too
0: many Scooby-Doo movies where someone has a plan involving like mystical beings and then the mystical beings re like they they regain their powers and they're like nah fuck you you stupid human I'm gonna take over you and do my own thing like you
2: can't
1: negotiate with these with these magical evil people no if they tell you you're getting one Scooby snack you're getting one don't even ask for more unless you're Nicole
2: oh my goodness I want them But at the same time- It's not just 10
0: Scooby Snacks. It's 10 boxes of Scooby Snacks.
2: Oh, wait. I'm watching my figure. I can't have 10. Jacob, (laughs) you can have like half of them.
1: Oh, thank God. Only
2: if they're vegan. But you know what I really like? Even though um, the, the professor at the school is kind of a bad person, very much a bad person, I like how creative she was getting the mystery gang to do all the dirty work for her. She was able to, like, stay at home, get the, get the- That's a girl boss moment. Yeah, a girl boss moment. That's truly the definition of a girl boss moment. She exploited the hell out of those teenagers.
1: That is very true, because she gathers every best Kung Fu person to get there so that she can, like, machine learning her robots, and then she, uh, like, gets the mystery team to solve- or Not the mystery team. Oh, my God. Wrong street. street. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you seen the mystery team? I have not okay that's a very funny movie uh but very different vibe anyway maybe we should do that for a Scooby-Doo podcast oh with uh Donald Glover yeah um okay anyway she gets them to do her bidding for her I really did appreciate the like the planning that went into this
2: because it's really really so convoluted that I feel like there's no world where it works but I respect the effort
1: yeah I mean you gotta you gotta shoot your shot because like you know Worst case, you are taken over by the Black Samurai. Best case, you rule the world. Like, I'll take that trade. Period. Yeah. But Wait, Jacob, what
2: happens after this? I actually don't. I know, like, she's like, ah, I, I, I would have got away with it. And so, then, yeah. so well, oh, because
0: Scooby, Scooby, and Jackie were demonstrating how the Black Samurai, how Soja was able to fly as the Black Samurai with the jetpack, and then the jetpack just like yeets them through the city. Moment, and then we get the, the worst song
1: of all time. We Literally get a song so that was so bad. Is this the J Samurai?
2: Like, no. Uh, this was a song that wasn't even a song. It was just beats with, uh, was it like Japanese flight instructions in the background? It was not a song.
1: It was like It was like, welcome to the city. Enjoy Tokyo. Like, while there was like a beat going on. It was so bad. Did you not notice this, Felipe? It was like it was I, really crazy. There were cute. moments
0: of the movie that I was like, "What am I oh, doing?" Like I, I, was so tired when I got home.
1: This was when I watched at home. At this point, okay. I was just like, "Well, thank goodness some of, the you, se- some of the montages I zoned out of. Thank goodness you skipped this part because the whole time I was like, "This is one of the worst things I've had to listen to." Um, yeah, speaking so anyway, of listening to, oh. do
0: we want to do we want to address some old business? Pit stop on Billie Eilish, Nicole. What are your thoughts on Billie Eilish? First off.
2: I love Billie Eilish's new album so much. It makes me wish my heart was broken in a million pieces. Top three I songs. Like, um Happier Than Ever. Good choice. Number one, duh. Haley's Comet is number Good two. Choice. And Billy's Bossa Nova is number three.
0: Okay, so all we all have a third all, different all great. all great options. Well,
2: does anyone else have happier than ever in their top three?
0: No, oh, everyone, all three of us okay. have it. No, okay, we, thank uh, the third song is different for all of us. We have the same top two. Wait, H- you,
2: you were Haley Comet stands all here?
1: Yes. I did not know. Yes. Haley's comment is so good. Like, oh, I want to cry
2: my eyes out to it.
1: I know. I yeah. Someone break my heart, please, so I can fully enjoy the album.
2: I can enjoy. Maybe it, I'll, I'll get know. maybe
1: I'll get the train lady to serenade you with um Haley's comment. No, that
0: would ruin it for me forever. Uh, my third is getting older.
2: Okay, that's a good one.
0: My third is male fantasy. Ooh. I don't know. That's the only song that like. I don't know. It it stuck out to me. Maybe I'll have to re-listen to the album. Mm. Mm. find a different one but i don't know um yeah and i that's told you your billy
1: to... minute minute
0: yeah that's in our billy minute jacob what's your favorite song on the playlist i made uh i have
1: not you listened to it... all of the songs so i will get wow. back to you okay
2: playlist he made and not for me how disrespectful unless it's, it's cool. only Billie eilish songs
1: no, it's, Jacob was like, I'm going to
0: force you to listen to this. In exchange, you can pick 57 minutes of music. Wait, I'm- no, 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 That
1: is not what happened. I asked him to listen to the Billie Eilish album, and he said, in exchange, you have to listen to songs for me. It did not go the other way Listen, around. negotiation uh... works in weird ways. Sure, but as long as, you need to at least know, uh, yeah, you at least need to know how it worked. Okay. Points were made.
0: Um, anyway, so they, they fly off in the jetpack. They go do their attack of the clones moments, get hit by almost many different buildings, and then they fall to the ground. And they go get attacked by the ninjas, and they run to the samurai sushi shop. Meanwhile, Fred, Daphne, Mr. Takagawa, and Velma are trapped in the closet, and they get rescued by Kenji later on, uh, despite Fred trying to whack at the door with a sword. I don't know what his plan was.
2: They were just trying to give him more than two lines in this movie. That's why they made him do that.
0: Yeah. 50% 50% of his dialogue was offensive, probably.
1: Actually, I did like the one line. I think this was actually earlier at this point. So maybe I should have mentioned it earlier. But they all like are saying their catchphrases. And then he's like, dang, I don't have yeah. a catchphrase. I, Still I don't have one, yeah. Right,
2: right. Really, no personality type energy. But you know what? Very sexy himbo in like the top 10 himbos of animated television.
0: Uh, I would like to know the rest of this list, please.
2: I'll so work well, on it and get back to you. Johnny Bravo is obviously in there as if I w- wasn't just talking about how I never watch Cartoon Network, but you know what? <laughs> that doesn't mean he's not sexy.
0: Work on this while we talk about the Scooby and Shaggy part. Think about it and get back on to it. us. Okay. Um, so they, they end up going to the samurai, uh, sushi place. And, uh, he, he's the, I'm trying to look at these notes that I did not take. Um, So they they end up, like, he tells them, he's the Matsuhiro, um, and he's the sushi shop owner, and he was a samurai as well. He lost his sword to the ninjas, uh, but he trained them as samurai and tells them about the legend, and then Scooby and Shaggy go on this adventure. Uh, They have to climb a mountain. Um, They have to pass through the gates of earth, wind, fire, and water, uh, which I didn't see any airbenders, so what the hell.
1: I know as soon as I saw this I was like okay Avatar crossover but the one thing that I thought was dumb is that like just because people are from Japan doesn't mean they're all samurais like every single person that they ran into happened to be a samurai please like the racism
0: and just is there like a country specific phobia like it's not xenophobia because they're not Americans but like I don't know like there needs to be like Brazil phobia or like Japan phobia like I don't know wait hurts. there definitely is
1: like i don't know the name for uh for whatever it's called for like japanese phobia but like xenophobia is like definitely a it's thing. like an overarching thing for like anyone not from your country but like islamophobia is definitely a thing no yeah. no i'm saying like not xenophobia like xenophobia like yeah weird. i can
2: confirm that that's a uh, thing but i'm glad that i didn't because i would have pronounced it wrong <laughs> like xenophobia like a I've, I've
1: only, I've only like, read this, but, yeah, like, anti, uh, anti-Chinese anti sentiment, definitely a thing.
2: I'm loving anyway. this international relations lesson from Jacob. Yeah,
1: right? Like, uh, welcome to class. Uh, this is International Relations 101. Um, yeah, the only thing that, like, we know about Japanese people, apparently, is that they all are samurais. Uh, there you go. Welcome to Scooby-Doo.
0: Scooby-Doo is not educational broadcasting. It was not on PBS for a reason. but they they end up going on this adventure uh they meet the green dragon who has the sort of fate and the green dragon is like okay right on my back we're gonna go save the day meanwhile kenji saves the day by opening the the door and uh saving saving the people and mr Kakagawa better give him a good
1: raise he's not getting a raise for this no way he literally saved the planet who cares mr takagawa is stingy capitalism will rule the
0: day period maybe the black samurai could have taken mr takagawa instead maybe give kenji give kenji his flowers this movie please mvp alert um so yeah they come up with uh the they also found out that the robots uh were the ninja so velma creates this this thing (laughs) hello nicole (laughs) And Nicola just like zooms in on her eyes. Oops. It's all good. Um, But uh, yeah. Uh, What was it? Oh, Velma creates this thing to like diffuse the uh, electric polarity and reverse it or whatever and freeze the ninjas, but she makes it too strong. And then Tokyo has a blackout. And at this point, I was like, oh, that would be really funny if like darkness that was coming over the city was just like that was like the prophecy. And then, nothing else happened i
1: thought that would have been a cool twist but um probably better than what we got honestly uh yeah instead uh the green dragon decides to go into the sword of fate uh and so now the spirit will be inside the sword and we have uh, a big like i guess uh showdown between scooby and shaggy posing as samurai and the black samurai himself who's been trapped in a sword for a thousand years i gotta say the black samurai was a little bit rusty uh his fighting was not great uh, he gets beat pretty easily
0: yeah and then uh matsuhiro also has a um what's that thing called not a, not a speakerphone what a, a megaphone um mm. and his speaking instructions to shaggy and scooby as well so yeah they they end up defeating the black samurai uh whose spirit was released and they find out it's an old man that man was Whoa. ugly
1: because he's been in a sword for 2000 years you think there's a moisturizer in there <laughs> no, that
2: means, uh, don't talk about george decay like that you know that <laughs> you voiced him that's yeah. why I only i didn't say like i wasn't saying george decay looks old i like literally that was george decay
1: i mean he does look kind of old so
2: well he this was like what 10, 10 years ago, years ago? Yeah. okay well, fine ago.
1: he didn't look super old
2: uh he's still a great twitter follow to this day he was one of the first people i followed on twitter
1: who was the first person you followed on twitter jacob uh, not a clue. Like, probably the Saints uh, account. Why? You're not a Saints fan? Yeah, I am. What since when? Fake. I thought you were in Indianapolis Colts. No, I just picked whatever my dad told me to. Uh,
0: I think my first was Naya Rivera. I'm not positive. That one will never be unfollowed. Uh, and then I think my in my first five follows was probably Rob so
2: okay if i just no if i fan. scroll back
1: to the beginning of my following is that the first person I, I followed so yes okay well i've unfollowed a bunch of people since i've like started yeah, so same. the first person i've the first person i followed and not unfollowed is hit by a car claire
2: i love that for you wow
1: so you unfollowed me at one point uh oh wait no, no, I, hit, no. I was like
0: uh, sorry i got my timetable confused with Renap. i thought hit by a car claire was this last year no it was or, really no that was two, like, two and a half years ago
1: it was hit by a car, Claire and then Akiva.
0: Ooh, you followed hit by a car, Claire first. Remove the stand again. card, remove it. Um, anyways, uh, then they end up there. There's a, a new statue in the museum of Scooby-Doo. Um, the samurai passes on to the afterlife. And then uh, what is Miyumi doing with her life now? <laughs>
2: She's going to figure it out.
0: She was invited to join the mystery <laughs> gang. And she's
2: and she like, was nah, like, nah, I'm good. Y'all don't got the budget for me in the next movie, so yeah. I'm decent.
0: Exactly. And yeah, that's the movie. Do we have any final thoughts on the movie?
2: So, as we know, this is Casey Kasem's last Scooby-Doo movie. Do oh. we think that the plot had anything to do with it?
1: Um. Did he die? How soon Yeah, I, I think it might have been the death that had something to do with it.
2: Oh, nope. I believe, oh my gosh, y'all are gonna Casey, Kaysom. Is that was, not right? He in, so oh, he died, he died in 2014. 2014 in 2014. So oh, so a, he, okay. Well, Very so Matthew Lillard
0: takes over in the next one who played uh, the real life Shaggy. Um, but
2: still, but still, I don't know. This is a little, little uh, controversial, but let me know what you think.
1: Ooh, I'm curious. Maybe maybe he, like, saw the script for the next one and he was like, I can't do this again. Like, we're going to do more, like, dumb jokes. Like, I'm out.
2: I'm trying to find the timeline to see when the next one came out. Yeah, make sure that I'm not just talking shit to talk shit. I
1: mean, next one have- came out in 2000. 2000- oh, no, this one's live action. Ever Could Ever Do, I think, is the one after. All right. As we furiously yes. Google on the podcast, this is very Super.
2: interesting content. This is okay. Great 2010,
1: radio. 2010, direct um, to DVD. He chose not to do it. He was still alive.
2: Oh, I, I was right.
1: All right, Nicole is officially, uh, is officially the biggest Scooby Doo fan on the podcast.
2: Take that, and now he's dead. So,
1: <laughs> okay, that's that's
2: facts. I mean, it's literally facts. Yeah. As if we don't talk to the ghost of Casey Kasem every week. Well, Uh, we used to
1: do that. I wish. Bring it back.
2: See, now everyone's so depressed, we need it. You know, we need it.
1: Yeah. That is true.
2: No Um, one knows what we're talking about, I'm sure.
0: Does anyone ever, though, honestly?
2: No, if they know, they know.
0: If they know, they know. Period. period. Um, So, anyway, should we get to the culprit game? Let's do it. Okay, Jacob, you go first.
1: Okay, well, I feel like this one was telegraphing like pretty closely like what was going to happen. Uh, like it was pretty clear who it was. So like obviously the person running the dojo and her little like uh, the, the guy who's like fiercely loyal is going to be bad. So I, I do believe that I got it right. I'm not sure I would have said that also Miyumi was in it, uh, was the bad guy, but Miss Mirimoto and Sojo, clearly bad people.
0: Yeah, no, so my thought, throughout the movie was like oh Miss miramoto and soju um and like 30 minutes into the movie at work i paused and it said voice of the black samurai because i was watching on amazon instead of boomerang because they didn't have it on boomerang it was uh it said the voice actor's name and then like three minutes later i paused in another scene and it said soju's name was by the same guy so i feel like i i will reduce my soju point even though i had it before if you don't think that's fair but otherwise uh, again this is your
1: podcast you can make whatever you'd like Then i might take the points
0: miss marimoto and sojo and then i assume was
1: it easy for you do you know oh you're muted no one knows the facts you're spitting
2: so Long story short, yes, I did believe that um, it was going to be just the professor, um, but I didn't think that it would also be. I didn't know if Soji was in on it. And... Oh, the
0: professor or the the
2: dojo person.
0: Okay, not not Mr. Taka. I Galwa. just
2: don't want to pronounce it wrong because I've done that so many times today. But if I if I saw it on paper, I would make the attempt. Is it Miss Mirimoto?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay, I had to look at it. Um, yeah. So I believe it was her mayumi i was leaning more yes than no and then i didn't know about soju okay,
1: so it was close go.
2: but they kind of projected that um because i feel like the black samurai is always like whoever's the bad guy is the red herring correct
0: yeah sometimes sometimes I lean
1: into it no but you're you're almost always right that is true mm-hmm. um yeah. all right well there you go points all around uh we have felipe in the lead with 22 me plus Kate in second place at 21 and the guest at 20. Uh, it helps that there's not been a guest on every episode so that their, their percentage is higher, but Hey, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to win the game that we make on our own podcast. Um, now should we do some MVPs and LVPs? Uh, sure. Fube, do you have one that stands out? Um, in terms of
0: MVPs, And between Scooby, Shaggy, and Daphne, like Scooby and Shaggy did save the day, but they kind of stumbled ass backwards into it. Daphne was just a badass, so I'm thinking about her. At the end of the day, I think I'm going to give it to Scooby, I guess, because I have given Shaggy a lot lately, and between the two of them, I feel like Scooby, I don't know, he entertained me more in this movie compared to the two of them. Jacob.
1: Uh, yeah, I think my MVP is going to go to Shaggy. Uh, I was kind of between Scooby and Shaggy, and I'll just give it to the the one that you didn't. Uh, you know, last week we were opposite. Um, you know, you picked Shaggy, I picked Scooby. I think Shaggy this week had a few impressive things. Like he found the, like, light or whatever to lead them to the cave. Um, yeah, he was also just, like, generally funny. So I'll give him the MVP. Yes, Nicole, what about you? Do you have an MVP from this movie?
2: Baby,
0: of course, no, but in, in in terms of the only of the five, oh, the core oh five, I will God. give Kenji your bonus MVP.
2: The thing is, is that it's definitely not Daphne. Like we don't see her no. in the second half of the film, even though I wanted her to have her girl boss, like actually, like not exploitative, like actually being a boss who is a girl. But instead, we get this like Scooby and Shaggy like beeline plot story, which is fun. But um in a misdirect, like maybe I w- I wasn't really expecting them to save the day in this one, but uh I don't know, definitely not Daphne. So maybe I'll give it to I'll give it to Scoop. Scooby dooby-doo.
1: Yeah, um, Daphne is the most disappointing character here because we're going to Daphne's event. Like Daphne should be the person like stepping up and kung fuing with the best of them. But then we see that like ultimately she's not even that relevant in the movie. So that was pretty disappointing. But my LVP is pretty clear. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and give it to Fred. Uh, the racism did not uh, did not do it for yeah, me. You did
0: it the wrong column. I,
1: I got it. Okay. Um, the racism did not do it to me, plus any excuse I can to shit on Fred will be done. So Fred, welcome to the LVP column yet again. Jacob hates the himbos. Um...
2: He's hot, but it doesn't mean he did anything relevant to this movie. Like, at least Velma knew how to use Google. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Fred
2: just was racist um and looked hot so nicola is your
0: point going to fred as well
2: yeah the thing is is that there's no amount of hotness that can excuse racism
0: true and that's on period um see part of me wants to just dunk on fred but also there's part of me is like should i mix it up and give it to velma because she was also useless in this movie i don't know
2: she googled the island of a thousand steps
0: even fred could do that please
2: well, also she like programmed the robots from her phone. I don't know. It was too. I didn't really understand how she helped, but apparently she helped to some extent with the robot ninjas, like deactivating them.
0: Yeah, she yeah. like I don't know. Fine, I guess you make points. I'll dunk on Fred. Oh, wrong color. So Fred, Let's go. a Fred sweep. Jake is very happy. Um. Yeah. So that that leaves. Uh, who has the most mvps scooby has the most mvps and fred has the most lvps continuing on so damn straight as he should jacob's given five out of nine lvps to
1: fred damn straight as i should and he deserved he deserved all of them by the way five out of nine lvps uh, mvps went to fred as well for jacob Nope, that would not make sense to be both the MVP and LVP ones. But okay, uh, Scooby is is my uh, is my leading man. Anyway, yes. we can we can give some scores to this one. I was I probably won't give it as high as I did last week. You know, last week I said it was like my favorite Scooby Doo movie I've watched. Uh, this week I think it falls like right into average. I think I'm giving this like a three point five. Uh, it was it was good, but it's not like it's not doing much for me yeah nicole what do you where do you have it
2: i mean not like i've seen all these movies but i'm assuming that if jacob says it's an average to low tier movie i will say that as well i don't know i was getting the vibes that he was saying it was average but it was definitely below average so
0: so what, what's Fair. the number 3.5 as well
2: i guess yeah
0: okay i'll give it like a mm. I think I'm on the same line as, like, I think it's better than Scooby Doo, so I'll give it a four, because I gave that one a 3.75. But I thought the animation was really pretty, and that's about it. Um, like, it, it, I feel like it wasn't the worst movie. It was, like, followable. Like, it didn't, like, I feel like it moved quickly, because they just, like, went to scene to scene to scene to scene. They didn't really, like, linger like, too much in, like, stupid montages. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like fair. Did. I also want to lower Chill Out in hindsight, but whatever. <laughs> I forgot AJ give it a 0. 0.75. We love The King of Chaos.
1: Yes, he was.
0: Um, but yeah, Any, anything else about this movie? No? No. Okay, so the next one that we'll do is Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins with Robbie Amell. Is it, or is it Robbie or is it Steven? Who knows? But, um, and Haley Kyoko and yeah, the live action ones uh sweet which I feel like is going to be a fun change of pace I feel like it's like at least going to be something different um and Nicole do you have any final thoughts it was I (laughs) like I
2: I it was just the first 30 minutes or Phineas and Ferb Phineas and Ferb I'm sorry like well uh I'm the live action Scooby-Doo like when they go to Ghost Island that one is like really iconic but yeah oh no i it's tough just this movie left a weird taste in my mouth
0: for sure yeah we we didn't really delve into everything problematic but it was probably no
2: no just like in terms the plot was unfollowable at some point so you said
0: the first 30 minutes were very confusing
2: yeah like literally i didn't know what was going on until they explained what the legend was i'm like are we never going to talk about this karate tournament ever again like i wanted to see that
0: i feel like daphne would have won
2: period yeah she was throwing hose over her shoulder
1: what? I don't think she would have. I, I think she literally got beaten in the first fight they had. I think she would have lost.
2: If she learned how to play dirty, then she would have won. Yeah.
1: Okay. Facts. I mean, she did, she did pick up Sojo,
0: pull him over her body, and like embarrass him in front of his boss.
2: That was, that was quite hilarious.
0: Yes. Um, but, Nicole, where can people keep up with you?
2: I'm behind the secret on everything that matters. You know where to find me. I'm probably being annoying. LinkedIn, too? uh if you actually did get a linkedin job offer they were like you should apply to this and i was like wow but like also at the same time i was like i like my job so i actually have to like i have to open the because i don't want them to see that i saw it but yeah if you want to offer me a job just make sure it's a good salary
0: yeah yeah so behind the secret uh making great tiktoks she is our tiktok coordinator at the brazilian dragon she like gave me some tips um (sighs) for she was like yeah um anyway don't be boring
1: don't be boring wow what a great tip don't be boring
2: i mean it's it's, you think that that's an instinctual thing but a lot of people don't realize that
1: that's true True. uh maybe we should remember that when we do our next podcast felipe are you saying this one was boring no of course not with nicole it would be impossible to be i'm just saying that the next time it might be uh yeah we got to keep it in mind I don't think last week was boring, and it was just the two of us, so. That's true. All right. Um, Maybe we already, we internalized the advice. Yes, Felipe.
0: First off, what song, song should I put in the outro for this podcast, because I don't want to play any of the ones with the movie?
1: Um, I don't know. No songs have come up yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was listening to Bedroom Pop last night. Have you <gasps> heard? Baby? Baby? Oh. <laughs> what? That is not, that is the opposite of Bedroom Pop um actually Uh, have you heard anything from lord's new album uh i've heard mixed reviews of the album just because
2: she's not depressed anymore doesn't mean we have to be mad at her
0: does she still have the onion rings instagram account
2: i think she retired it but the lord album was kind of mid but not as mid as everyone is saying it is
1: fair um anyway put something like that put either some bedroom pop or some lord uh in the podcast or uh what was i did you ask me another question and what's coming up on Aang in there what's coming up on Aang in there is we're going to be watching the headband tomorrow uh with davis comma will your co-host on another that podcast thief. the thief. thief he stole my number he stole one of my
0: draft picks before i could get to them oh it was my very gosh. upsetting
1: i'm not concerned at all about him stealing your draft picks in fact good on him uh i will congratulate him tomorrow on the podcast and then Uh, we will go from there. Uh, We have lots of exciting guests coming up actually on In There, so get hype. Uh, Should be a lot of fun. Felipe, what do you have going on? What do I have
0: going on? Uh, The Brazilian Dragon Podcast is a thing. We're doing Scooby-Doo movies with someone named Jacob Redman, if you've heard of him. Uh, We uh, have HSMTMTS. The last episode we did with JCR was a lot of fun. And then we will be doing uh, Brazilian Dragon Games Season 4 with the the HSMTMTS universe people. Um, as our retrospective and then what you doing we did a little bit of season one looking back and we drafted um and will bullied me on the podcast
1: terrible and he also i also not imagine getting the... bullied on the podcast wow you should do it more often it's it's my love language <laughs> to bully you on the podcast yes all right i'll drag you on Aang in there tomorrow i mean please I love attention. Um, oh, my God.
0: Yes. Uh, anyways, right. uh, should we leave a hashtag for people? who Listen to this.
2: Hmm. Hashtag
0: uh, Nicole's a girl boss.
2: That, but that's going to be, I tweet about that even when I'm not talking about the I crocodiles. know.
1: Like, people are going to get so Deers or are crocodiles? Like, Deers or crocodiles? Okay, that's that's one I can vibe with. <laughs> As Nicole zooms in again. We're back to Nicole's eyes again.
2: This is just a really comfortable position in my bed. I'm sorry.
0: Oh my god, Jacob is like just butterflying his eyes.
1: Oh my
2: god, I I feel like I'm gonna gonna get hypnotized. I apologize for doing that to y'all.
1: What is butterflying my eyes? It's like you do like. Do you know what that means? Like,
2: like when you give someone a flutter the eyes.
1: Yeah, flutter. Oh, 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 that always sounds so nasty. That's pink eye. (laughs)
2: Literally, my contacts could never.
0: Do y'all remember when Jessica Lewis had like pink eye on Survivor?
2: Do not remind me.
0: <laughs> and then she, she like, I'm surprised it wasn't an outbreak. I, I think thought you. that
2: was was that not what happened to Jennifer Lanzetti?
0: Oh no, an ear went, a bug went in her ear.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I even brought that up.
0: <laughs> I just realized we're still recording. What is happening here? Uh, we're just having fun, uh, just the three of us. Uh, any other gossip that you want to share on air or no?
1: Um, let's see. Uh, no. Nicole, what did you think of Silky's Barbie Girl?
2: I didn't watch the episode yet, but my timeline is half Silky haters and half Silky lovers. So I'm very interested to watch the next episode.
0: Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know what else to add. So I'm just going to end the recording. Goodbye, everyone. See you next
2: time. Bye. Week.